Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com. And get your favorite drinks delivered today. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Also, it's uh, National Pancake Day, which if I knew that, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be out celebrating somewhere. It is Thursday, the 26th of September of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news. On Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, we do We do love our sugar for breakfast, don't we? Yeah, there is something about a little sweet something. It's been a long time since I had pancakes, though. I can't even tell you. I feel like any time I go to a restaurant where pancakes are an option, waffles or French toast is also an option, and so it becomes a really difficult decision for me, and I end up always falling, I think, toward the French toast. Do you like waffles? Yeah, we like waffles. Do you like pancakes? Yeah, we like pancakes. Do you like French toast? Yeah, we like French toast. Dip, 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 can't wait to get a mouthful. What is that? (laughs) I like it. Perry Grips. Today's actually the second National Pancake Day of the Year. How is that possible? Yeah, there's one in March that IHOP does. Oh. And they then a second one own. today. Yeah, they make their own. Wow. Uh, only 7% of us don't like pancakes. And a poll earlier this month found that they're our fourth favorite breakfast food behind eggs, sausage, and toast. Wait a minute. It's ahead of bacon? Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. What do you know? Which would you rather, bacon or oh, sausage? Man. Oh, depends on it. Mostly bacon. Turkey sausage. But once in a while, I had some turkey sausage yesterday, and it was excellent. It's good. And they've come With a long way. Squash hash browns. Yum. It's really good. Squash hash browns. My yeah. thing about the pancakes, though, like, I genuinely find them as, like, a sometimes food. Because I can't eat. Like pancakes? But, yeah. I'm I know it's so filling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't really eat a lot of breakfast stuff. Like, I am an omelet person over any breakfast food. But if I throw down on a pancake... It's like one and done. Mm. I'm with you. Yeah. We make them at our house sometimes. Like we buy this one at Kroger. 
Kodiak cakes, it's called, and it's got like protein and other stuff in it because there's really not that much nutrition in a pancake. Right. Yeah. So we try to make it healthier. And then sometimes we also sprinkle like peanut butter chips instead of chocolate chips. We'll do peanut butter chips. Mm. I find that if I eat the pancakes first, then I'm too full to eat the other stuff. And I really crave the savory stuff. Yeah. You know, not that pancakes aren't good, but I'd rather, you know, the eggs. I'd rather the savory stuff, too. The bacon or the sausage. Depending on, you know, and bacon's another thing, too. I like it extra crispy. Well, and here's the thing, though, is you have to have the bacon with the pancakes because you just pray that some of that syrup is going to roll off the pancake and land on your bacon. <laughs> and then it's a whole nother party. So happening. you like the sweet, salty. You like the maple, <laughs> the maple bacon. They make mm, that, too. I love that. Candied bacon. Oh. They're also looking at how often we eat breakfast when it's not breakfast time. Oh, yeah, like I Brenner. love to do that. And it's more popular than you might think. Over two-thirds of people sometimes eat breakfast foods at off hours, including half of us who do it on a pretty regular basis, at least once a month. I remember when I was a kid, though, and my parents would be like, we're going to have breakfast for dinner. We were all like, yay! It was like the greatest oh. thing. Yeah. It was the best. You're like such a rebel doing that, right? I know. <laughs> Eggs so for dinner? Bad. What? <laughs> hey, have you, you guys heard about the uh, the 24-year-old guy named Carson King in Altoona, Iowa? He held We've up a sign on, on yeah, ESPN. He was asking for money to buy Bush Light, which kind of turned into this big hole viral effort where he raised more than a million dollars to give to charity, right? Yep. So, here's his milkshake duck moment. You know what I- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Milkshake Duck is. Comes from a tweet by a comedy account called Pixelated Boat from 2016 to describe how people fall from grace so fast because of their behavior in the past on social media. Yeah, past that can go back two years, five years, 20 years. A million years ago. Yeah. They'll find it. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, now that Carson is famous, the Des Moines Register looked through his Twitter history and they found that back in 2012, when he was a 16-year-old high school student, I guess he posted two racist tweets about black people. Oh, no. Now, keep in mind, Anheuser-Busch teamed up with Carson after he went viral and they announced they're not going to work with him anymore but they'll still match the money he raised for charity. I'm glad they're at least doing that. I hate these stories. I I just, ugh. So, I, 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 that they go fishing back how many years to when he was 16? Yeah. And you're going to judge him now on something that he said when he was 
16 and there's nothing, you know, has anything else popped up in the <laughs> that that proves he's some sort of horrible person? Just how the de- the links and depths that we'll go to to try to shame somebody. Yeah, I mean, that's uh that's that's a tough spot because you know he did it and he did. yeah he was 16 so he's he's still got to take responsibility for that and that's awesome that you know you'd like to think that he's grown and evolved since then and he's raised a million dollars for a children's hospital he's done a lot does of good any, does he get any credit i don't know <laughs> for that that's that's the that's the question for us is does he get any credit for that and and what has he i mean is he being apologetic for what you know, he said when he was 16. Yes, he issued an apology after the paper told him about it. I was really upset with myself. Obviously, you know, I've made mistakes in my past. You know, everyone has. I really hope people see that at this point in my life, I'm caring and I'm generous. And I just, I hope that's what people focus on. I know there's a lot of people that have been looking up to me lately. I don't want this in any way to affect what's going on with the hospital. I hope that people can look past everything. You know, again, and like eight years ago, I was, you know, I was just a little high school kid trying to make my friends laugh. And I've grown into a guy that I think a lot of people can look up to and hopefully continue to work with and make differences in lives going forward. See? Love yeah. this for him, right? Uh, he also said he felt he feels sick over the whole thing. He said, I'm embarrassed and stunned to reflect on what I thought was funny when I was a 16-year-old. And Isn't I wanted, that the truth? And he did officially, he did verbalize. He said, I yeah. want to sincerely apologize. And he also deleted the tweets for what that's worth. Because even I, even I can go back and even watch stand-up comedy routines that at the time I thought were hilarious, right? And now... Not looking, funny. Oh, my God. Not funny. Yeah. It's just not... That's just not funny. Yeah, I guess until like you're you're experiencing something in your own life, you know, until it happens to you or until someone you love is is connected to whatever the source of criticism or insensitivity is, sometimes it's hard for us to care about it. Well, I think that true, but I think maturity too and just life experience and and seeing other people suffering and, and understanding I mean, that I mean, we say this, on. but, you know, if we're being honest with ourselves, you know, we have been known to get complaints about things that we don't feel are justified. And we, you know, have quite a bit to say about those complaints that maybe if we were to rethink them or put put ourselves in that in person's shoes, shoes maybe mm-hmm. we would feel differently about it. Mm-hmm. So that's a compassion in an ever evolving process and it will be for the rest of our days <laughs> yeah you I mean we're never going to get there we're never going to be perfect and and kind and and loving and compassionate to everyone everywhere but we can sure work toward it we could sure work toward it yeah uh in the u.s traveling to a different state can feel like you're in an entirely different country that's one of the things i love about live, living in the u.s which could probably be why a lot of us never wind up leaving the U.S. According to a new study, the average person has visited four other countries. But there is a percentage of Americans who have never visited any other country. On the other end of the scale, 2% of us have been to more than 31 other countries. Oh, wow, that's a lot of countries. That is a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, the advantage you have in a place like Europe is the countries are a lot smaller yeah. and they're all close together and within driving distance. And it's like easier states. to, yeah, and with the European Union, it allows you to be mobile and go from place to place without having yeah. to go through what we go through. Because when I went to France as an exchange student, and now to think about it, because I didn't think about it, I we went to Germany and to Luxembourg because they were just all right there. We just drove a, like a tour bus. Right. So I have, there's three right there. Mm. Also this morning, not sure that in 2019 the best way to get places is Huckleberry Finn style, but to each their own, I guess. Someone called 911 in Rock Island, Illinois on Monday to report a guy who was floating down the Mississippi River on a big log. The fire department had to send out their rescue boat to save him. Uh, and when they pulled him <laughs> onto the boat, you know, he told him what was up. He was moving. <laughs> From Illinois to Kentucky on a log. He was moving from Illinois to Kentucky. Here is uh, here's the local TV news anchor trying to explain the situation. The man was seen holding onto a log, which they say he got on willingly and was trying to travel that way to Kentucky. He entered the water in Davenport and was soon spotted floating toward a barge. He was not hurt, but firefighters encouraged him to make other transportation arrangements next time. <laughs> Encouraged to make other transfer days. That was nice and diplomatic. Yeah, that was, wasn't mm-hmm. it? <laughs> That's funny. We've seen uh. so many dumb 911 calls that, you know, we're at a point now where you kind of get, you kind of have to get creative to pop up on the radar. So kudos to this guy. Police in the UK recently started getting phone calls from some idiot who wouldn't say anything he just he just kept burping at them and like gross burps like the deep guttural disgusting ones well i'll let you decide okay after his third call they decided to release some of the audio probably to shame him and they figured he might stop cash face emergency <laughs> <laughs> yes hi I, I mean obviously i know what you're doing but you, you did this you, did, you were doing this the other day Hello. <laughs> you were doing this the other day. Well, the audio went viral, and oh. he's actually got some skills in the belching department, so apparently that just egged him on. After that, he called back, and he did it another 19 times in oh, one day. no. They did track him down and arrest him for it on Tuesday, so now he's facing charges for creating a public nuisance, but... I guess if you don't have anything else to do. Yeah, well, and you've got a talent and you want to share it with the world. And, you know, you it's don't care about, do you're not okay with getting arrested. Yeah. You got money for a lawyer or whatever, then <laughs> everybody's got a different form of uh, fun, I suppose. Yeah. Back in March, a cop in Newburgh Heights, Ohio, tried to pull over this. This woman, this 23-year-old woman named Imani Edwards, during morning rush hour, I guess she had tinted windows and they noticed her car registration had expired, but she refused to stop and she sped off. She wound up getting into a chase, which included her ramming into three cop cars and not stopping until they finally forced her off the road after she hit a pole. Yeah, that pole helps slow you down, won't it? Every time. Yeah, well, when the cops arrested her, she told them the reason she didn't stop was because she was late for work. Here's some audio from the dash cams. What are you doing? I'll 
was on my way to work. Do you have any idea what you just did? Yes, sir. Obviously, you don't. But she's late for work. Well, she's really late now. And it didn't have to be that way. <laughs> All she had to do was just stop. And if you don't agree with why you're stopped and you get a ticket, then you go to court. That's, that's why we have courts. You're so lucky you didn't get shot. Yeah, it's no big deal, right? Yeah, I mean, he's making a really good point. And he sounds really upset. Like, when you listen to him in the beginning. What are you doing? I was on my way to work. Do you have any idea what you just did? Yes, sir. Uh, I, I guess it's a stressful job. I guess in my mind, I'm thinking, hey, you know what? I do police chases for a living, man. <laughs> I can chase with the best of them. Yeah. You know? I don't want to see that happen because I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget, I was watching a cops episode one time and uh, the suspect had, it, it was a big foot pursuit. You know, this guy was running through the woods and he was, you know, getting all caught up just to avoid police because I guess he had warrants out or something. And Always, uh, yeah. Right. We got a runner. Yeah. And when they finally caught up with the guy and they're handcuffing him, he's like, uh, yeah, they said, why, they said, uh, why'd you run? And he said, well, I got warrants for one and uh, two, I didn't want to make it easy on you or something like that. And the cop was like, dude, I do this for a living. Like, yeah. you think I care? Yeah. This is what I signed up for. Like, uh-huh. this is what I fantasize about is catching guys like you. It's all about the chase for me. So, yeah. So thanks know. for making my day fun. Right. <laughs> And luckily, nobody got hurt. Yeah, luckily, nobody got hurt. Tiana. Yeah. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing good, Jeff. How are you? Excellent. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. We've got your three headlines here, darling. You pick the real one. You're going to the Omnimax Theater to see the movie about Cuba. All right. All right. So here we go. Is it A? A guy busted with 1,130 marijuana plants told the cops they were peppermint. Is it B, woman caught with five pounds of cocaine said it was flour for a vagina cake she was baking? Or C, man claims the 500 oxycodones in his pocket were supersized Tic Tacs? Oh, gosh. I'm going to go with A. You're right. All right. Go. Good job. Yeah, we got a criminal case here whose plan might have worked if the cops didn't have noses. I'm assuming they did have noses. The cops in Madrid, Spain. They pulled over a 34-year-old guy on Sunday, and they noticed he had a ton of marijuana plants in his van. And the guy's excuse was, they weren't marijuana. They were, quote, peppermint. I love it. There were a total of 1,130 <laughs> plants in the van, plus about $650 in cash, and a contract for a boat. How about that? The cops obviously didn't fall for the peppermint excuse, so the guy was arrested under Spain's drug laws. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.